on this the feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The Gospel acclamation was, Blessed is the Virgin Mary who treasured the Word of God and pondered it in her heart. The Word of God is um, a treasure beyond all imagining. And like every treasure, it's something we discover or we are given. And yet there is work to be done on it. In the case of the Word of God, it requires pondering, prayer, consideration, application. And this is what Our Lady did and excelled in. Every word of God is a word of life, and she kept this life in her heart from her conception. She was already destined for the glory of God, to possess, to inherit the glory of God. The, the prophet in um, Isaiah tells us, I exalt for joy in the Lord, my soul rejoices in God my Savior. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has wrapped me in a cloak of integrity, like a bride adorned in her jewels. The Lord indeed wrapped her in integrity inasmuch as he created her for himself and kept her safe for himself, so that her heart could be in no other place than in the word of God, and the word of God could find no perfect place than in her heart. The parents, as we heard in the Gospel of our Lord, made the annual, or perhaps three times a year, they made the pilgrimage to Jerusalem, and in this case for the Feast of Passover. Our Lord is 12 years old, and as they went up to the feast, they celebrated it with the prerequisite devotion. Our Lord, of course, knew that the Passover would be the moment, the time when he himself would would satisfy all the expectations of the prophets, where he, the Lamb of God, would himself be offered as a sacrifice to the Father for our sins and for our redemption. And so he begins to anticipate it. We're told that on their way, on the return after the feast, the parents, the men traveling together, the women together, the children, of course, could travel with either um, parent. And so it was normal, natural for them to assume that he was with the other. But it's only when they look, went to look for him after the, at the end of the first day's journey, they discovered he was not there. And we can imagine the turmoil in the heart of Mary. Any mother losing her child, no matter how old the child is, is disturbed and troubled. The concern is a bitter agony. But to have lost this particular child, the Son of God, one entrusted to her, her heart was pierced. We can have no doubt about that. And we ought not to forget St. Joseph as well. After all, he had been given the responsibility for looking after this child. 
he also must have been um, grievously troubled. He would have thought how he had failed. And in addition to this, he would have felt also Our Lady's anguish, her pain. And so we can imagine them hurrying back, perhaps that very night, to Jerusalem, looking everywhere. All day they would have looked, and again through the night they had been asking, have you seen him? It was not until the third day that they finally found him in the temple. And the irony is that he's quite relaxed. He's speaking to the doctors, the learned men, listening to them, asking them questions, no doubt directing their minds to the fulfillment, to the scriptures and to their fulfillment and what these these symbols, these metaphors, these stories in the scriptures were leading to. We're told all who heard him were astounded at his intelligence and also at his replies, for no doubt they questioned him as well. But his parents, when they saw him, we can we're told by St. Luke they were overcome. You can imagine the relief, the joy, the, the stress passes. And all Our Lady can say is, my child. In those words, everything is contained. My child, why have you done this to us? Why have you put us through such distress? See how you're worried your father and I have been looking for you. She uses very mild language, for you can imagine it's more than worry. The, the ordinary mother of an ordinary child is distressed by the loss of the child. How much more this immaculate mother, the one who loves with her pure love. Why were you looking for me, he said. Did you not know I must be busy with my father's affairs? So already at this Passover, the 12th of, of his life, he is preparing his mother for the great Passover when she would lose him for three days, when she would see him offered as a victim for sin, when she would see him hanging naked and bloody on a cross, when she herself would stand at the foot of the cross offering herself all her sorrow, her anguish. This was but a, a um, prefiguration of Calvary. And no doubt Our Lady had some glimpse of this, for indeed her, her intellect, unclouded by sin, original and actual, would have penetrated some of the mysteries of, of um, the life of our Lord. But for the moment, we're told they did not understand. But he went down with them and came to Nazareth and lived under their authority. He was obedient. He would be obedient even unto death to his father. And as a, as a preparation for this, he would be obedient even to manhood to his earthly parents. He lived under their authority, obedient in all things for our Blessed Mother. She stored up these things. She thought and prayed about them. She meditated on them. And so her heart increased in love and devotion to God, our Father. To God, her Redeemer. 
to God who is her savior. We also ought to meditate on the life of our Lord and certainly to the degree that it influences and affects us. We also remember that at Fatima, Our Lady appeared and she revealed the mystery of her sacred heart. Our Lord himself pointed to this heart and asked that Russia be consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary so that that unhappy country would be converted and being converted become an instrument of God's glory and indeed salvation for many. Let us ask then that the Holy Father will comply with the requests of Our Lady at Fatima for the consecration of Russia. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today. Thank you.